Testing, testing. One, One, two, three. Every time I just hit record and just say. Um, we'll start from the start. Hello, is this thing on? So, so just say. <laughs> <laughs> that sound alright? Certified baddie. Would that work? <laughs> if you like some elements but you don't like others, keep the bits that you like. Damn it! I had something in my head. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. You are now You're listening, listening to, to Braided Podcast at Artful, Artful Dodgers, Dodgers on Sin. Hello and welcome to Braided. I'm Georgina Pansis. As you will have heard in the first episode, for this season of the podcast, we went live at Sin Radio. Sin Radio is a community radio station working with young people to produce and broadcast their own shows. We learned how to host, panel, and curate content for live broadcast. And for the podcast this season, we're bringing you the shows we created. We'll bring you interviews, music, and banter as we go live to air. In this episode, you'll hear a show produced by Georgia Wilmot, alongside myself, about community art spaces and the positive influence they've had on our lives. We've split the program into two parts for the podcast. What you'll hear now is part one. Sin Media acknowledges and pays respects to the people of the Woi Wurrung and Boon Wurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations, on whose unceded lands the Sin office and studios stand. Sin Media respectfully acknowledges their ancestors and elders, past, present and emerging. Sin Media also acknowledges the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia, where our content reaches on which SIN partner organisations stand, as well as where our online workshops and programs reach and are delivered. Go, go, go! You're listening to Braided from the Artful Dodger Studios on SIN Radio. Feel good radio. Oh my God, Georgina! <laughs> We're live! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, here we are. Let's um get into it. So today on our show, we're going to be talking about how an art community space has made a positive impact on our lives. So Georgina and I, we're both from the Artful Dodgers studios. Georgina, do you want to explain what the Artful Dodgers is? Yes, the Artful Dodgers is a art studio for many youths from different walks of life. Um, so various people that have had different experiences can come over to the studio and learn something new when it comes to art or even just be there to make some new friends. Yeah, it's such a nice space to be in. So today our content, we're going to be actually talking to some of the support workers, some close friends of ours from the art studio, Jason and Hauschka. So we've got some interviews there. And then we're also going to be talking to a community cultural development artist. Her name's Chook. She's amazing, uh, very funny and very interesting to listen to. So for anybody listening in right now, this show is really about like people looking for connection and art space, you know, and this show will give you a few ideas if you are looking for something like that. And just a bit of a heads up that we're going to be talking a little bit about mental health 
So if you're not really feeling well or, you know, just, just be, just be careful. There's um, some good services like Lifeline on 13, 11, 14, Headspace, Kids Helpline and Beyond Blue that are really good spaces to check out if you need. So now we're going to play a quote by Reggie, one of the participants from the art studios. Hi, my name is Reggie and I'm a proud non-binary queer person of colour. I enjoy spending my time listening to music, making films and doing photography. I also sing in a choir as a Heldon tenor and play hockey. An interesting fact about myself is that I have a cute little cat named Celestia who lives with me and I am part of the Artful Dodgers clan. The Artful Dodgers studio has enabled me to focus on artistic and creative skills like working on the Braided podcast series. I have always had a fascination for audio and the inner workings of voice. During the 2020 COVID pandemic, I felt that the Braided podcast series provided a routine-based activity for me whilst we were in lockdown. And I'm still pretty happy that that was a thing that kept me going throughout the lockdown. We're back. All right, so we're going to be playing our first song, and this is from uh, one of the participants of Artful Dodgers, in fact. So I hope that you're ready to listen to Aaron B's Apart.
you just listened to Aaron B's A Part. Amazing. I love that song so much. So now we're going to play an interview from one of our support workers, Jason. So I did the interview with him. Uh, there was a lot of fun moments. I really enjoyed doing this interview. So yeah, we're going to play that now. My name is Jason Penfold and I am a community and cultural development artist here at the Artful Dodger Studios. Amazing. I actually haven't ever heard your title before. <laughs> uh, it's pretty long and extensive and impressive. It is abbreviated to CCD artist. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, nice. But that's the full thing. What has your experience been like at the studio? I think it's been really expansive to a lot of things. It's been definitely expansive to my art practice. I've got a lot more direction with my art because I think there's so much merit to having your own practice coming into this job. It makes it really engaging to work with the young people that I work with. But I think just having so much life in front of you, whether that's good, bad, sideways, here, up and down, wherever, I think you have no choice but to learn and to take things in and as much as I'm here to teach and to guide and to mentor and to all of those things, I think I'm in a constant state of learning as well. So it's um, taught me that learning is a lifelong thing. In a nutshell. <laughs> Sorry for my stomach. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Next I'm going to be farting. <laughs> all right. You can leave that in. <laughs> I have to beep out the swearing. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, no, that's really great. Sort of switching it about me a little bit now. Mm-hmm. How have you seen me change since the beginning of coming here and to now? So I think the one word that comes up is relaxed. I think I see you from day one to 20 minutes ago, you know, setting up for this interview. I think... There's just been like a big, long exhale of tensions and discovery and all of those things. And I think you've relaxed into yourself and I think in your attitudes and how life happens. I would like to think that's because of this studio. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) cry. Oh, I was like, I'm probably going to cry in this. So... (laughs) It's all right, we can cry. (laughs) It's all a part of the human experience. Wouldn't be the first time I've cried at the studio. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah. If you remember that ago when we were trying to say that really nice thing, like that one really nice thing. Uh, The hard question. The hard question, like what's the thing that we like admire about each other most or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and be like completely truthful. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I think yeah. yeah, I think I said yeah, I love your passion. Yeah. Do you remember what you said about me? I think you're kind of like Mother Nature. I think you're a little bit like that because I think you don't rush, but you still accomplish everything. And Mother Nature does the same thing. Like there's never a rush. The flowers will bloom when they bloom, and that's what I kind of see in you. Yeah, that's really yeah. nice. So just one last question. What has been like 
the best thing you've gotten out of being at the studio? I, that's a really, really big question because I think I'm in a position of what can I give to the studio? Mm. It's weird because I had an art teacher who was really supportive and was really there for me and was really fantastic and he did a lot of things for me that I had no idea that he was doing until 10 years later. And then I'm like, oh, I really understand what he was doing when he was doing that and when he said this and when he, you know, gave me that room to do my own artwork because he knew I was wagging and he could see me kind of going off the rails and then he kind of engaged me with art because he could see there was a passion there. And I had no idea that that's what he was doing until years later. And I think as I put on like a a woolen jumper and wear cords, I'm kind of like, oh God, I'm turning into him. Which is a really lovely thought to be um, in a position of being that person that I needed at that time in my life to others. And that kind of frames the positioning of contribution. If that answers that question, I'm probably waffling at this point. (laughs) No, all good. That was beautiful. I was actually going to start crying again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... Thank you so much for talking with me today. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. And thank you for your lovely questions and thoughtful questions. It's been nice to answer and think about. Thank you so much. So that was Jason and my interview. I hope you enjoyed it, especially when his stomach grumbled. Uh, It was pretty funny. Um, So Georgina, what's coming up next? Okay, so next we have an interview with Helska and... Uh, Much like Jason, she's also a support worker at Artful Dodgers. So I got to interview her, and it was a very uh, interesting experience. I've never done anything like this. So, yeah, we can get right into it. Go, go, go! You're listening to Braden from the Artful Dodgers studios on Sun Radio. First things first, who are you and what do you do at Artful Dodgers? Okay, hello Georgina. Nice to be doing this with you. So my name's Halshka Masash. I am a CCD arts worker, which stands for Cultural Community Development Arts Worker. It's a very long title and I'm not sure if you want to know how long I've been doing this job for, but nearly 10 years I think this year's going to be my 10th year at Artful Dodgers. That seems like a long time to be doing this. It is. It's a really long time, a decade. Yeah. So what is your personal experience in the art studio? Um, So the nature of the work is very varied, yeah, because so many people come in from very, you know, broad spectrum of life. So I suppose because so many people come here that are all so different and unique, there has been over the decade (laughs) many, many different experiences There is no way that I could sum them all up to, you know, one kind of personal experience because of the variety. There has been very challenging times. There has also been many great times with major giggles and major laughs. 
those are always the bonuses when we're all hanging out and giggling our guts out. There is a side of this work that is also um, demanding in terms of being organised because sometimes I need to multitask a lot. So I'm not just here just for the chats and the conversations. I'm also here to do a lot of technical different things in a, you know, in a vast variety of mediums. Uh, so it's a very multidisciplinary kind of role and experience. The overall personal experience has been challenging, rewarding, and like a forever growing and developing story or narrative. I think that's it. I think. <laughs> uh, it definitely seems like it wouldn't be an easy job considering, you know, having to deal with many different people from different walks of life and the various um I guess situations that come up, especially um, having to deal with various different creatives out there that have their own reasons for doing the things that they want to do. Mm. Yeah, totally. And on top of that, everyone's, you know, mental health situations, everyone's housing situations, everyone's, uh, you know, substance usage or abusage and so forth. So, yeah, there is, there is a lot of yeah, complexity to this whole experience. Yeah. All right. How did you find the art studio? I was at this weird turning point in my life. I had just graduated as a teacher, a high school teacher, and I was struggling to get enough relief hours just because I couldn't get to all the schools early enough. And then I was about to start my own little fashion business and I just noticed this studio and I walked past it all the time because I lived in Collingwood at the time. It was called Gateway at this stage because it was so long ago. And I came in and, you know, I looked like a comic character. I dressed like a comic character. I was, you know, I think the lady at reception nearly fell over when she saw me come in with my resume. But I came in with my resume and I applied for a job. And, of course, I didn't get it because I was, you know, 25. I looked ridiculous and everyone would have just been like, what the? Then I went overseas. I did a lot of different things, came back. And one of my friends was working here and she said that they were looking for some casual staff, so I should apply. And so then I applied as a casual and for the first three or so years I worked as a casual. And so then I got to work here more and more hours and here I still am. So you've basically known me for about, let's see, I think about four or five years now? Say maybe five years, Georgina. That's pretty good. Yeah. Since those five years, you've seen how I've changed my hobbies and I guess back then my lack of uh, social skills at that point, uh, problems with social anxiety and even depression. So I want to ask you, how have you seen me change throughout those five years? You came into the space as a very shy, very quiet and very unsure human being you came here also as quite a baby in terms of life skills and so forth and a kind of capacity to express yourself and also navigate maybe this world so I have really noticed over these years you didn't draw or make any art at all really when you came you have started actually creating work and you do it a lot Well, from going, I can't draw at all, stick figure, to like creating entire amazing illustrations. So that has been huge. And you have also taken on digital art, which was a completely new thing. But outside of creativity, you know, I have seen you definitely develop in terms of life skills, just an understanding of the bigger picture in being able to kind of independently get out there a little bit more to 
organize yourself to keep appointments to organize life little things and also in this time you have completed some extra education to sometimes contribute some ideas to i suppose feel safe enough to maybe share some of your own thoughts with us definitely from my experience of being at the studio for uh, over 5 years in fact i think these past few years have been the most fulfilling that I've had. Definitely from, you know, being very shy and reserved and not wanting to contribute much when it comes to conversations because I was always worried about what people would say. Feeling like I didn't have a place that I could actually feel basically myself and now being able to feel like I actually, uh, you know, that my voice does matter and that there are people willing to listen and that um, I don't have to feel like that I'm kind of just um, alone because that was something that I had to deal with a lot. So uh, especially uh, having our conversations every now and again has always been very good. I've uh, It's helped me feel like I have someone that actually listens, especially the friends that I've made at the studio. And I, I couldn't be more thankful for that. So I think that's all that we have for today. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. It's an amazing experience to be able to do something a little different than I usually do. So uh, thank you so much for being a part of it. Yeah, well, thank you, Georgina. It's not often you ask me the questions about how I'm reflecting on stuff. So that was fun to sit on the kind of other side for a sec. So thank you. And yeah. Yep, and it's great to hear your experience as well, so thank you so much. Awesome, thank you. Okay, so that was Helshka's interview. That was a difficult uh, thing to do. I've never done interviews before, so uh, yeah, I did have a lot of fun with it, though, so it was good. Yeah. Amazing. You did such a great job. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. My name is Jenny. I'm a social entrepreneur and disability activist. And the Artful Dodgers has been nothing but a positive impact in my life. I went there when I was in a very confusing and vulnerable situation. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do next with my life. And they created a safe space for me to exist and grow. And eventually when I started my own business, I was able to use it as like an office space and help out by working with uh, the Just Voices program so I could share my story with other people and hopefully it helped them. Yeah, and I've made amazing friends, some friends that I know I'll be in touch with for the rest of my life, wherever we are in the world. So yeah, it's uh, it's been my saviour. Hope you enjoyed our interviews and listening to Jenny's experience of the Artful Dodgers. You've been listening to Braided Live at Sin Radio on a show produced by myself, Georgina Pansis, and Georgia Wilmont about community art spaces. Part two of the show is out now. Braided is a production of Artful Dodgers Studios. This season is produced by Georgina Pansis, Reggie Chang, 
Roger Augustine. Georgia Wilmot. With contributions from Ollie Woodward, Daniel Kanani, Noah Centilla, Matisse Slater, Kim Hanley, and Stevie Tarua. Plus, mentored and produced by Joel Supple, with radio training by the excellent Jasmine Alivuk from Sin Radio. The track you're listening to right now is called The Emergency from the band The Desolettes. You'll hear their music all through the Braided series, along with the sounds from Jesse Sullivan, Elijah Augustine and Ollie Woodward. Very special thanks to Steer of the Ship, Angeliki Androsopoulos, and Jason, Halska, Steve and Danielle at the Artful Dodgers Studios. And a huge thank you again to Sin Radio for their hospitality and stellar radio guidance throughout the season. We're on IG at Artful underscore Dodgers, on Twitter at Braided Pod. And for more about the podcast, visit BraidedPodcast.com.